Hello, you're listening to Baking to the Bee Movies with Ashley and Steph, broadcasting from the woods of Western Massachusetts, here to talk about the beautiful, the gory, the nonsensical, and of course, mostly bad horror filmmaking that we all know and love. In conjunction with creating recipes inspired by these beautiful abominations, you can follow us on Instagram at Baking to the Bee Movies and on Twitter at Baking to Bee Movies. Here is your spoiler warning and foul language warning, so listener discretion is advised. You can catch us wherever you get your podcasts and make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Now onward to good food, good friends, and movies so bad we literally cannot stop talking about them. Welcome back to Baking to the Bee Movies. My name is Ashley. <laughs> My name is Steph. Do you like the way I do that? I do. do you like the way I do that intro? Yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> Ashley went to the broadcasting school of William Shatner. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, everyone. Always a pleasure and a privilege to be with you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have quite a bit to talk about today. But as always, your friendly reminder that you can follow us on Instagram. We are at Baking to the Bee Movies. We're also on Twitter, Baking to Bee Movies. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on SoundCloud. Like and subscribe. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Steph, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. Yeah. How are you? It's hot. It's so, it's so it's, hot. It's very hot, yeah. We skipped right over spring. Like, we, we legit we went We always from, do. Like, do we, though? That? I, I feel, feel like that happened last year, too. I don't... Well, I mean, global warming, but I... <laughs> I don't right? know. I, I, like, I don't know. I just... I distinctly remember there being a spring in my childhood, and now it's just mm. straight up, like, winter and summer, and that's it. Right. Even, we have no, like... There's no transition between no, the two. It just... just you know, it's 40 degrees and then it's 80. Yeah. like And and we're not even exaggerating. It was 40 not degrees a week ago. Yeah. And then today it was like, what, 84? And, yep. you know, I haven't, like, I haven't gotten out all my summer clothes yet. Like, I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing shorts today because, you know, it was hot yesterday. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I'll grab some shorts because it's probably going to be hot today. But, like, a week ago I had a turtleneck on. Like, I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was wearing um, a hoodie. um hoodie and some jeans yep and and my boots and it's like i don't want to put away my my winter clothes just yet because of because it's not summer yet yeah you never know you never know it's you know i don't i don't trust it completely until we're well into like july but (laughs) yeah like late june like we we could still get have snow Which sucks, but we, we it's live in possible. New England. For those of you who who may not have caught it in the first episode, we're from the Northeast, so it's just very temperamental here. The weather <laughs> is a little unpredictable. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but you know, we're we're in summer clothes. It's summer weather, which is appropriate because this movie takes place at a campground. Campground summer. Right. I, like I'm really can't. trying to tie. I'm really struggling to tie it all in. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, we couldn't go through our first season without touching on this particular franchise. Well, I was going to say, we did a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yep. It felt right to do one of these as well. Um, this is our seventh episode, and this mm-hmm. movie is actually the seventh movie in, in this franchise. franchise's yep. like, line of succession. Yep. Um, before we get into the movie, though, we always talk about the previous episode's recipe. Yep. Um, we had watched Intruder and talked about it in our last episode. You had made a, what was it, a Minnesota hot dish? Yeah, like a Michigan hot dish. Michigan hot dish um, they all have their own one of those states <laughs> essentially it's a hot dish um and it's like a it was a casserole and you had put 
tater tots and shredded cheese and mushroom soup and ground beef and onion. Yep. Am I missing anything? No, that's pretty much about um, it. And you just layer it all together and cook it like a casserole. And I mean, most of you probably saw the recipe. It's it's on our Instagram right now if you want to head on over. Baking to the Bee movies. Everything's listed there. Mm-hmm. And you had these adorable little <laughs> crock pots that you put them in, like personal crock pots, which I just thought were the cutest things in the world. I love those things I so almost I almost stole mine. I wanted to take it. I was going to put it in my purse. I was just going to like, well, wash it out. Well, maybe for Christmas, Ashley. Oh, please, I'll get you your own. Please do. I will act so surprised if you get me my own personalized, <laughs> not personalized, my own personal little serving crock pots. We'll see. Um, but I mean, presentation was amazing. It was so oh, Presentation cute. is very important. I, I enjoyed the presentation, <laughs> but I also enjoyed how good it tasted. And you were you were skeptical. You weren't pleasantly sure it was going to. Yeah. yeah, I ended up being pleasantly surprised because I'm not a casserole person like it, at all. It was um, delicious. And it was actually very good. It was really, yeah, really like good. Like way better than I thought it was going to be. I was like scraping the bottle of uh, the, bo- <laughs> bottle, the yeah. bottom of my um, my personal crock pot like to get the last little bits out because I bit into it and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It was a lot of flavor, yeah. a lot of textures. It was really, really, really good. It was very good. And I liked how you were saying um, in the last episode and then, and then again while we were eating it, you can basically change up the ingredients to yep. personalize it. Yep. You can put... You can add what you want in it. Yeah, you can put different kinds of vegetables, different kinds of meat, mm-hmm. different kinds of, um, you know, like toppings as far as like cheese or anything like that, like yep. soup, sauces. I, I loved it. It was really, really, really good. Yeah. And then, of course, being served in the little <laughs> was just super cute. Well, it's just easier for me. I don't, <laughs> I don't like to make giant casseroles because, again, it's just me and Andy. So what yeah. are you going to do with a massive casserole? Well, I had said, like, if, if you ever make a casserole and you're like, I have so much of this, just call me. I'll come over. I'll come over and take some. I won't even stick around if you don't want me to hang out. I'll just show up and you can just, like, put it in. I'll, br- I'll bring my own Tupperware. You just put it in my Tupperware and I'll go home. Okay. Like, I'll go home and heat it up. It'll be great. Take off. Um, we have another recipe that we are going to get into a little bit later on on um it's a dessert recipe loosely inspired by an event that takes place in this movie it's it's kind of a background event it's it's the reason why all these people are together yes um but it's it's not really important in the grand scheme of the movie but i desperately needed to tie something into the film itself and i was like that'll (laughs) work that's the whole thing ash i mean we have to you know make it appropriate I think I did. So I think think you did. (laughs) Um, So the movie that we are going to be talking about today is Friday the 13th, number seven. Mm -hmm. It's called The New Blood. It's from 1988. It is an hour and a half. And it is... um, what I love about this is that every every movie that goes on for a like any kind of movie franchise that goes on for a considerable amount of time, there always has to be because they they can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm. So there always has to be one of two elements. Um, there either has to be magic powers involved <laughs> or space uh, <laughs> or space. And I think what's great is that the Friday the Thirteenth franchise does both. They have both. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> they're, they're, this one contains magic powers. And then when they were like, oh, man, we can't do that again. Send them to space. Just yep. send Jason to space. Um, we have not seen that in Nightmare on Elm Street. We have seen the magic powers. We had talked about it in the... dream the, uh, powers and whatnot. Yeah, where, where like, you know, you can, you can bring each other into each other's dreams. And then Alice, the, the protagonist in the movie that we talked about, she, like kind of like she kind of gets the powers or the personality traits of the people that have been killed before her right so she becomes like a karate master and stuff so that was like i think that was kind of that like okay the protagonist is going to have magic powers but in this 
um, these are powers that the protagonist has apparently had since childhood. It's not something that's developed because of the situation that's going on. It's something that she has had since she was a kid. Right. And, sh- and that becomes her, her biggest her biggest weapon against Jason Voorhees. Um, but before we get into the absolute insane plot in this one, um, let's talk about the cast. Um, we have uh, Kane Hodder. I think this is his first time playing Jason. It is. Um, I love Kane Hodder. I think it's Hodder. Hodder. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, most notorious. I want to say most notoriously known for Victor Crowley, which we should definitely do that at some point. The we whole could... Hatchet series, Ashley. I'm in. I love the Hatchet series. But anyways, yeah. So Kane Hodder, he. This is his first appearance playing Jason, and this is also the only consecutive person that has played jason yeah he was in like three other movies yeah playing jason yeah that's like well that's like i i've you know that's really the only way i know him is that he has he's jason yeah like i i, mean, I know he hasn't always been jason but like to me he's jason check out the hatchet series all I right absolutely we can we can talk series. about one of those i'll start watching one of those so um good. we have lar park lincoln um she plays tina the main protagonist in this movie yep um we have terry kaiser is kaiser who i believe so um he was uh most famously uh bernie in weekend at bernie's <laughs> he was yeah um, also in tame and the t-rex which is also a fun watch that's oh that's right yeah <laughs> um we have susan jennifer sullivan uh she was on charles in charge she was in gattaca um she plays melissa in this movie yep. the most unlikable character out of oh. everyone in this movie. And we'll, we'll yeah. get into how bad Melissa is. Um, we have Kevin Spiritas. Spiritas? Um, I'm not quite sure how to say his last name. A lot of the people in this movie, though, from what I've seen, and I could be mistaken, they they basically went on to do other B-movies. They had been in like a lot of B-movies leading up to this and then went on to do more low-budget horror throughout the, the 80s and 90s. Right. So um, I think I think uh, Kane Hoder, Hodder uh, <laughs> and Terry Kaiser were really like the two standouts in this one because they had done other things that went on to have like more commercial and critical success. Success, yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the premise for this movie? <laughs> as much as I, oh, yes, yes, I do. Uh, set years after part six, which is entitled Jason Lives, because, you know, he's always living somehow. <laughs> uh, the plot follows a psychokinetic teenage girl named Tina, who unwittingly releases Jason from his tomb at the bottom of Crystal Lake, which obviously allows him to go on another killing spree. Yes. And that's it. Um, <laughs> it's pretty simple. It's a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Jason, you know what you're Jason, getting into. Yeah, it, it, like the characters that we meet throughout the movie are really of no importance, with the exception of maybe nope. two or three, because they are just there to get slaughtered. Yep, that is their whole purpose: is they yep. get slaughtered. And the nice thing about the Friday the Thirteenth movies is that they do have a big cast, literally just for that. just for that purpose. Yeah. So. I don't know half of these characters' names. I just know how they get killed. <laughs> I, I didn't make any effort to learn names with the exception of, like, the four or five main characters. Um, and what I love about this movie, too, is that as with many of the Friday the 13th movies around this time period, because I think at this point they were pumping them out every, like, year, every couple of years. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, what's great about these is that if you if you forgot where it left off, 
which is always Jason gets killed or so we so we think yeah um they do like a 20 minute recap at the beginning of the movie they sure do I actually (laughs) appreciate that quite a lot um well in this and it's funny too that they would do this because it's like this is the seventh movie yeah um if you are just starting to watch Friday the 13th why are you starting with movie number seven like just watch it (laughs) Just watch it from the beginning and figure it out yourself. Yeah. But basically, um, we are reminded that I think it's like Tommy Jarvis, who was played by uh, Corey Corey Feldman when he was little. Mm-hmm. He plays like a young Tommy Jarvis who yeah. squares off against Jason when when Corey Feldman was still pretty young. He grows up and faces Jason once again, and basically kind of like lures him out to the middle of Crystal Lake. And ties like a big rock around his neck and chucks him or like makes him fall into the into the lake. Yeah, and keeps him down there. Yeah, and Jason just sinks to the bottom and he is chained to the bottom of this lake and and that's where he stays for I believe would be a significant amount of time given the time frame of this movie, because we first see Tina when she's little, and then we see her again when she is like in her late teens. Yeah, I'd say probably like 10 years or so yeah so she she could be like 17 or 18 so she was going to the psychiatrist at like seven or eight years old yeah and 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 now she's a teenager yeah and he's been at the bottom of this lake this whole time yeah uh no attempts to get out of the bottom of the lake apparently doesn't doesn't realize like all he really has to do is just get that chain from around his neck and he's good to go he just stays (laughs) down there totally complicit with what's happening to him maybe he's asleep um so (laughs) so we get this recap um, so we know where Jason is. He's at the bottom of the lake. It's got like a super spooky voiceover. The guy's like, he is, he's waiting. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah. waiting. He's waiting for you. Um, and then we are introduced to Tina, yeah. who at the time uh, is little, a you know, little kid. And um, she looks like Carol Ann from Poltergeist. She does. Oh, <laughs> my God. I thought it was Carol Ann for a second, but, you That's know, a, I, that poor Carol Ann didn't really do too well after that movie. I was going to say, it's the uh, it's the Poltergeist curse. Yeah. Like, a lot of people from that movie yeah. died in suspicious or really tragic circumstances yeah, after the fact. Yeah, it was so weird. Um, but she looks, she looks just like the kid who played Carol Ann she does. in Poltergeist. Yeah. And to the point where I actually paused the movie to Google if it was the same kid. <laughs> like, I was like, is this the same actress? Like, because it looks just like her, the long blonde hair, mm-hmm. which I feel like is probably, you know, let's let's capitalize off of the super spooky little kids. <laughs> so, they're always blonde, too. They're always blonde, weird? and they always have the long hair. And um, Tina is at a lake house with her parents, her her useless mother. And her abusive right. father, her abusive father, who slaps the mother around, and Tina, upset by this, upset by the fact that her parents are fighting again. Yeah, she takes off. Gets it? Yeah, she gets into like a little speedboat looking thing and starts <laughs> starts like you know maneuvering the boat into the middle of the lake, and the dad comes out to try and get her to come back. Yep. And she's all upset because the parents have had the a fighting, fight. and yeah, and because she's so upset, uh, her telekinetic abilities shine forth (laughs) (laughs) they emerge they emerge and she manages her her dad's sitting on like a dock yeah um and the mother comes out also to try and like get her to come back to shore because she's a little kid on a boat that can't be safe um (laughs) and also jason's at the bottom of this lake you don't want her like falling into that lake although nobody seems to know that jason's at the bottom of the lake but he's there he's there um so she um, she uses her telekinetic abilities uh, unintentionally 
against her dad. It's yeah, not, it's not she, done intentionally. No, it was accidental. But the dock that he's on starts like rocking back and forth. It starts to crumble and the father like falls into the water and the dock and all the pieces like land on top of him. Yeah. And he drowns. Yep. And what I love about that scene, not only is because like, you know, he had it coming. Um, yeah. That's what you get for hitting your wife. You don't hit your wife yeah. because your telekinetic daughter is going to kill you and you deserve it. Yeah. Um, but I love that the mother just kind of watches it happen. Like she's like, no, no. But she's like, she refuses to like dive. She in. refuses to go after him. Yeah, like she refuses to dive into the water. She's like very, very distraught. Well, I mean, if he was like abusing her or if, if that was me. I wouldn't go after him. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm like, uh, let come what may. You'd be like, if he <laughs> dies, he dies, right? <laughs> but and also, uh, Tina slash Carol Ann is also like very distraught about this. Like, oh she's yeah, like, Daddy, she's, no. well, she's a little kid, yeah. still her dad, even right. though he's abusive, right? Um, she's super upset about it, and. But so the mom just kind of watches this happen. Tina's all distraught. And then we get to present day Tina. Yep. Who is en route with her mother in a car to go back to the same lake house. Because, <laughs> um. you know, nothing fixes trauma like bringing you back to the scene. Right. <laughs> but they're they're going there to meet um, her psychologist yep. uh, named Dr. Cruz. Yep. He's going to meet them at the lake house. He has apparently been treating Tina for these past few years since this particular incident happened. He is aware that she has telekinetic abilities. He's trying to get her to get them under control um, by basically like berating her. Yeah. What he does is he just he has a bunch of. Yeah. A bunch. He uses like a bunch of experimental type stuff basically to agitate her mental state. Yes. Trying to pull like her psychic kinetic kinetic abilities out yeah. of her essentially he does it under the pretense of like he's trying to help her but it's it becomes very obvious that, that he's that he's he's trying to exploit her yeah um so they get to they get to this lake house which i i don't know if you notice i i, I tend to pick up on these little things um I don't know if it was, like, owned by the family or if it was, like, a rental. But when they go into the house, like, there's pictures of the dad still there. Which So I'm like, okay, so yeah. obviously no one has been in this house since that. It's also, right. like, immaculate. You would think that it would be, like, covered in dust if it's not somewhere that they go often. One would think. Um, and also in the office that Dr. Cruz is using to conduct his experimentation, his sessions with Tina, it looks like there's, like, diplomas and stuff hanging on the back wall. And I'm like, does right? the doctor like, just, like, travel with those? Like, right? <laughs> like, it's like, oh, well. We're going to be doing some work at the house. So let me bring my, you know, framed diplomas and yeah. degrees yeah. so I can hang them up and look legit. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> this isn't even your house, sir. No, like, no, no. Um, but when they get there, there is a cabin next door. Yep. And that cabin is being occupied by an assortment of teenagers. I would call them a, an assortment of stereotypes. <laughs> it's, it, this is, yeah, that's pretty spot on. Um. And, uh, you know, we we first meet uh, Nick, who is like the main, like the main male teenager. Yeah, the, the main other, guy. Yeah, the main guy. Um, we see Melissa, who's like the... Atrocious, vapid. She, yeah, she's awful. like she's like the vapid rich girl who... Is, I'm like, how are, yeah. any, how are any of these people friends? Like, they're all terrible to each other. Like, one thing I notice is just like... The, like the girls there, the women in this cat, like they're just awful to each they're other. They're awful to each other. The guys seem okay, but for the most part, I guess. But the women here are just and it's terrible like, why, to each other. It's like, why are you all friends? Right? Like, why are you all here? How are you friends? <laughs> well, like, there's a, I mean, you know, we're, we're going to get into that 
as well. But like, you know, they just make like super petty snide comments to each other. Yeah, They're undermining just, each other all yeah. the time. Melissa's just like horrible to everyone. And it's like, who, it, first of all, who invited her? Who said, who said, you know what we need to come, we, you know what we need at this lake house? We need a bitch. Let's call <laughs> Melissa. Like, let's have, let's have Melissa, unless Melissa paid for everything, which I don't think she did because judging by the quality of the pantsuit that she's wearing, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to get petty for a second. Also, it's like, was it, it was one of the guys, like, father's cabin. Oh, it was his uncle. It's it was his uncle. uncle. Like, it was one of the guys, uncle's cat. Like, it wasn't, okay, so I could understand maybe if, her parents owned the cabin. Right. And she was there. It's she like, has oh, let's no all use, relation. Like, she has no connection to this cabin. Or the people who own it. She's just a bitch. That she's just, just a terrible she's, person. She's a bitch at this party. Yeah. Um, they, are, they are there. They are there. And this will come into play when we talk about the recipe. Um, they are there for Nick, the main, the main guy, his cousin Michael's birthday. Yeah. They're there to throw him a surprise, a surprise party, party at this at this cabin. Yeah. Um, and Michael apparently has awful taste in friends. All of his friends are god awful. Right. Um, so, you know, Tina's mom and Dr. Cruz go inside the house to like unpack some of their belongings. Tina is trying to get her suitcase out of the car. She subsequently drops it and all of her it opens and her stuff goes everywhere. And Nick comes running over to, to help her. Mm. And he's trying to be a nice guy. And Tina's being a bitch. Like, there's just a theme of bitchery throughout this movie. She's being awful to him, even though he's trying to help her. Um, all because he, like, I think he, like, picked up, like, a pair of her underwear or something. Like, he was helping her get stuff back in the suitcase. Yeah. And he picked up the underwear, immediately hands it to her, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And she's like, thanks so much for your help. I don't know what I'd do without you. And it's like, bitch, you dropped the suitcase. Like, your dumbass dropped that suitcase. He's just trying to, your clumsy ass dropped your suitcase. He's trying to help you out, and you're going to be ungrateful? Like, are you kidding me? Um, I guess chivalry is dead. <laughs> uh, so then after this, uh, would you call it a meet-cute <laughs> between the two? <laughs> yeah. Um, after this meet-cute, uh, Tina immediately starts her her session with yeah. Dr. Cruz, and yep. he, he records all of his sessions, mm-hmm. Um He's trying to get her to, uh, like, move a matchbook or something across the table. Yeah. Like, which uh, the special effects in that scene were so funny when, when she, when it's, it's <laughs> yeah, like, they were. it's like the worst stop motion animation yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Um, but because, she, like, so she's like, you know, she's doing the, she's staring at the matchbook, nothing is happening. And Dr. Cruz reverts to this, like, abusive berating of her yeah, to get her to cooperate and she manages to move the matchbook um with her mind mm-hmm. and when that's still not good enough um you know she gets so worked up she runs out she runs out after the matchbook goes up in flames yeah and at that point if i was a doctor i'd be like i gotta like not do this anymore like this girl's gonna kill somebody i should right like, i should just find a different patient and <laughs> Also, based on his, like, methods of berating her and trying to get her to move things with her mind, I wonder, like, where did he get his medical degree? Like, <laughs> Upstairs Hollywood Medical School. <laughs> or downstairs Hollywood Medical School. Um, you know, so at this point, um, I think, you know, Tina, Tina's very upset. She, you know, she's talking about how much she misses her father, which I'm yeah. like, what? 
And the mom's like, I miss him too. And it's like, what? Really? He smacked you. Like, cut your blessings. Like, he's not a he's not a problem anymore. Yeah, that kind of threw me off too. Yeah, it's I I don't know. It's it's like they couldn't they couldn't really figure out a way to write this little girl killing her dad accidentally without making him out to be like abusive. Yeah, and it's like they could have just had a disagreement about her eating her vegetables or something, and with the same outcome, and I would have understood <laughs> the, the like I miss him so much. I feel so much remorse. But it's like the beginning of the movie. He's abusive. Yep. Don't miss him. I don't miss him. <laughs> I don't miss him either. I don't miss him. Like, um, mm. But she's she's very distraught and she goes out to. I mean, she is the reason he died. So I guess that could be kind of dramatic. Yeah. She she goes out to the dock area, which is, you know, where her father had died. Right. And she thinks that she sees him in the lake or she sees something in the lake. And she is, you know, she's distraught. Her emotions are like all over the place which is when she can do things with her mind yep and um she accidentally and unintentionally which i feel is an ongoing theme with her and her telekinetic abilities is that she's <laughs> yeah. just she is just accidentally and unintentionally calling abject causing abject, abject chaos wherever she goes well yeah i mean if you can't i mean if you had telekinesis ashley oh my god I couldn't even imagine. Oh, I, I would not want to live in this world. Can you? Can you imagine? Can it was actually something I was going to talk about later on. Was like if you could like square off against any horror movie villain, like Ooh. what kind of power would you want? We can definitely get into that. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, that'll be like a nice closer, um, <laughs> palate cleanser. Um, she unintentionally frees Jason, who's yep. still at the bottom of this lake. Mm-hmm. She like she I, and the thing is, I don't know how she does it because she doesn't know he's down there no but like the chain that's around him breaks she breaks it somehow even though i don't really understand Understand how or why but he's free yep now he he is free and he pops up out of the water she passes out because it's just too much for her to to handle and um when she wakes up she's like what about the man what about the man i saw in the lake and the doctor thinks that she's like hallucinating her dad oh yeah so um and despite despite the fact that she has passed out um she's seeing things she just set a matchbook on fire with her goddamn mind um the mom (laughs) still like lets her go to a party next door yeah because it's michael's surprise birthday party and it's happening that night yeah nick comes over be a nice guy invites her to a party he washed the clothes that she had dropped outside before she like left in a hurry like he brought those over to her and even like you know her mom was like cool with it he was like yeah you're like a teenager go have fun and the doctor's like i thought we were not i thought we weren't gonna have any distractions right it's like and she's you, like no yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like the, the mom i really liked in this i did too i did too I'll, like you know i mean she uh, everybody in this movie dies like everybody gets it i was i was sad when she got it because of how she got it it was one of those like oh my god kind of things yeah. um which we'll definitely get into but yeah you know, so she goes to this party next door and we meet more of this group of friends that should not be friends. They all seem to really hate each other. Um, yeah. And like you said, a lot of them are stere- like they're just walking stereotypes. Yeah, they're just terrible. Melissa's the rich bitch. Um, you have the, the pothead stoner kid. Yep. You have the nerdy girl. You have the nerdy girl who... Um, <laughs> I felt bad for her too. <laughs> yeah, like, they I, were super mean to they her. They were, but not I'll t- when she dies. I felt really bad because yeah, well, we'll get into it. But yeah, they have the science fiction 
guy, yep. like the, the guy who all he can talk about is science fiction novels yep. and like horror movies and things like, which I mean, we talk about horror movies, but like this kid's like, this kid's like a caricature of like you and I. Yeah. Like, like if somebody, top. if somebody like didn't know us personally and was just listening to this podcast and they were like, I want to make a character based on these two women, like fused yeah. into one and like make them a guy. It would be this guy. <laughs> He's just right? like super like into science fiction and horror movies. Um, yeah, and, and the thing is, like, even, like, the next day, more people are, like, showing up. Um, there's, like, more people that come to this party. There's, but the, it's, like, maybe, like, a dozen. There's, like, a ton of. There's a ton of them. There's a ton of people at the surprise party. Yeah. And Michael never actually shows up to the party. No, he does not. Because. Well, he gets axed. Well, not axed, <laughs> per se, but. He gets a machete. But basically, he's there with, um, I want to say his. Uh, girlfriend yeah they're Jane. like on their way yeah yeah they're on their way to this cabin they're walking and um the car breaks down the car so, breaks so they're down, like going so through the woods walk-ins. mike michael actually goes off to you know pee, pee <laughs> and jason just walks up behind jane and yep that's it <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's like it. there's no you know uh forward before like in the uh nightmare on elm street yeah <laughs> movies there's no playing with them it's just like <laughs> yep that's it <laughs> done and then and then michael gets it michael yep, michael gets also it, gets like it. right after yeah um and i, I mean this is well here's another thing so jane is just waiting there for him meanwhile there's this like seven foot tall dude <laughs> Walking up behind her in the He's woods, huge. So you know, you're gonna branches, hear trees, leaves, yeah, yeah, twigs, I mean, twigs, twigs, whatever. Does not hear a thing. Yeah, <laughs> just completely. Like I don't know what it is. Like with this movie and the last movie when we watched Intruder, like no situational awareness, no peripheral yeah. vision. Like apparently, just like can't hear anything. Because, like, if I, like, I, I mean, I used to walk everywhere all the time. And I, even to this day, like, I will go walking at night sometimes, weather permitting. And still? still yeah. It's good exercise. I like a good. I mean, yeah. But I like a good. Night? Yeah, I like a good, like, three-mile walk around the neighborhood. And <laughs> if I say three miles, I, mean, I guess. wow. I do, th- I do three it miles. must be in a pretty safe neighborhood. <laughs> well, I mean, it is. It is Greenfield. It's, it's questionable <laughs> at best. Right. Um, but, but hey, whatever. Just make sure you have your mace on you. I have one of those. Um, I have one of those like alarms that you pull the tab and it makes like the really high pitch, like s- like screeching noise. Mm-hmm. And we are supposed to hold it up to the person's ear and ah. it like it, it dazes them and it gives right. you the opportunity to fight or flight. In my case, I'm fighting. You're, you're, you're fighting. You're getting bit. Like, I'm getting, <laughs> like you're getting. You're right? gonna get your throat bit. Full out. like nails and everything. Oh, look at these things. I got ta- <laughs> like I got talons. I got straight up talons. Yes, and I'll claw do. your eyes out. We were talking about eye gouging in the last episode. Yep. I'll, I'll go thumbs deep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you would. You talked about how you didn't like the eye stuff. Yeah, but if I'm being attacked, like the, I know what <laughs> to go. I know. Like I'm going to maim you. It's like you interrupted my walk. I'm o- I'm over here. I'm over here listening to my music, going for my walk. You interrupt me. I have to use my crazy alarm to to daze you. You're you're not gonna have your vision when you're I'm not done. just gonna bear mace them. I'm gonna bear mace that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So like, but what I was saying is like, if I'm if I'm walking at night, I usually have my my like earbuds in and i keep the volume pretty low because i like to know like when cars are coming and stuff right be, be aware of my you surroundings you want to be aware of your surroundings but like if i hear a twig snap oh i i break into a sprint i'm not like nope i'm out of here i take off you know if even if it's just like an animal like nope um but, <laughs> yeah but yeah like the fact that she does not hear anything 
And it's like this dude's like seven feet, like you said, seven he's feet huge. tall, like two hundred and sixty pounds. Like I don't like he's just probably more than that. He's he's just a giant. Yeah. And you don't hear him coming. Nope. It's not like he's tiptoeing. He stomps. He stomps through those woods. Yeah, um, I know. And let's talk about how there's like after that bit, there's another couple. Now this couple is not connected to anything that's happening in this. They're movie. just in the woods. They're just camping in the woods. Yeah. Don't have no names. I don't think they had names anyway. And he just goes and... <laughs> is, that, is that the one where the girl... My favorite thing that she does is he... She's in the tent. She hides in her sleeping she, bag? She hides in her sleeping bag. <laughs> that I couldn't get enough I was, of. I was laughing so hard because it's like he just cut through your tent with a machete. Yep. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> hide in the sleeping bag. going to hide in the sleeping the bag. The boogeyman will go away. <laughs> and, and she like covers her face with the sleeping bag and all he does is he takes the sleeping bag and just, and just smashes it against right? the tree and Lifts kills it. Lifts it up and just... Kills her, kills her instantly. Tree. Kills her instantly. Yeah, um, that was pretty that was good. great. And they had no relation to yeah, any of no, the people. Yeah, no, it was just again, it was just more casualties. Random, random couple. So so funny. Um, so Michael obviously never makes it to his birthday party. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can. Yeah. Um, and the next day, uh, no one seems concerned by this. They're like, yeah, I hey. mean, they talk about like here and there, like, oh, like Michael. Well, actually, no, it. Tina was at the party and she has a vision. That's Remember? right. That's like she right. says that like it is basically Michael dying. Yeah. And uh, of course, you know, everybody disregards it. Meanwhile, Michael is dying. Yeah, Michael's like <laughs> legit dying. Yeah. And so not only is Tina telekinetic, but she's like clairvoyant as well. Yeah. Which seems to be a reoccurring theme in movies around this time is that there's a lot of like clairvoyant right. activity. But yeah, she she goes to this party. She has a vision. Um, something triggers a vision where she sees Michael's death. Yeah. And she like runs out of the party and runs home. And there's like a spike like jammed into her cabin door yeah what she's trying to tell the doctor and her mom about she's like hey like i that guy that i saw come out of the lake like i saw a vision of him he was killing somebody and the yep. doctor's like you might be cray and she said <laughs> yeah. she's like well no there's like he left a he left something in our front whatever and when she goes out there it's gone um yeah obviously so of course it is because <laughs> because jason much like every movie we've covered can be in like four or five different places at once evidently yeah he, he's very quick <laughs> yes he is i mean these serial killers and slashers really must work on their cardio i was gonna to say be like, as fast as they are do you think like if he had a fitbit on it would just like lose track of how many steps he's taking definitely <laughs> definitely um, sponsored by fitbit <laughs> and hello fresh right? you can't kill a bunch of people unless you have a healthy balanced diet <laughs> um <laughs> I'm going to keep plugging for that sponsorship. Okay. It's going to happen. Um, so the next day, everyone's like, hey, like kind of weird that Michael wasn't here. Like wonder where Michael went. Right? Like nobody thought like weird. I mean, obviously Tina did, but yeah, like nobody even thought of the guest of honor not showing up yeah. to his birthday. Yeah. Little strange. And, um, you know, meanwhile, I, and, and Melissa, the rich, vapid bitch is like, you know, she's curious where Nick is. Nick is not in the conversation. Right. Um, well, at this point, you know, Nick is kind of like into Tina. Yeah. You know, sorry Which, for like a minute. Well, yeah, because, yeah, he's known her for, you know, two seconds. She was super rude to him. Mm -hmm. She came to his party, tripped balls about something and ran out. Yep. And he still thinks it's a good idea to pursue her. <laughs> like, it's like, all right, like to each their own, I guess. Yeah. Like everyone has a kink, I guess. Like, I mean, <laughs> we don't kink shame on this, on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we did, then we probably wouldn't have this podcast. <laughs> so there's that. 
Um, so anyway, so yeah, so the next day, nobody's even talking about like, oh, where's Michael? Like, no one's what? like, maybe we should call him. Maybe we should look for right? him. Like, well, I then. mean, it was the 80s. I didn't have cell phones. How were they going to call him? Landlines. Well, he was supposed to be on his way to the cabin though, right? Yeah, but you could always like call his house and be like, hey, did he leave? That's true. Um, hey, when did he leave? Hey, have you heard from him since? Right. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, you're still at the house. Like, why aren't you here? Like, do did you, you get watch? The... Do you watch a lot of true crime docs, Ashley? My mom is obsessed with true crime, <laughs> and like, there's no getting anything past her. Like, she usually figures out who the killer is within about five minutes of the episode starting. She's like, oh, the husband did it for sure, or like, oh, the brother did it, or like, oh, the the grandmother did it. Like, she she just knows. She just knows. She just knows. All right, cool. Like, my mom, I my mom could honestly. She could probably kill someone and get away with it. Like that's how much true crime she watches. Because <laughs> she like because I remember I remember like being I remember being at the house once and she was watching something and I just sat down to kind of watch the end of it with her, and the narrator of the true crime documentary is like, and you know they they checked under the victim's fingernails and there was DNA and my mom was like mid scoop of ice cream and she's like biggest mistake you can make. I was like oh my god. I was like what is happening. <laughs> Ah, good for her. But um, so so Nick and Tina are are like out by the lake. They're hucking rocks in the lake as as young lovers do. And um, what I loved about that scene is that they're making small talk. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, "So where are you from?" And she's like, "Where are you from?" And just like immediately, they give they give like so much information away about each other that I'm like, it, so like for example, and this is kind of verbatim. I can't remember the exact quote, but it's you know, Tina's like, "Where are you from?" And Nick's like, oh, we're going to do that, are we? Well, I'm from, like, Pittsburgh or whatever. Yeah. I got involved in a really bad crowd. I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah it's like, like, I, I went, moved out I, of my house. I, moved, I got thrown out of I my house. I made some bad decisions. I went I went to jail or whatever the hell he like, does. Just, yeah, just off the cup. And, like, that, you just drop all that information. Yeah, and then, and then stranger. she's... Exactly. And, and then she's like, oh, I was in a mental institution. And it's like, you two do not belong together. <laughs> like, this right. is such a bad fit. Like, this is so bad. Like, this is, this is going to be so toxic. Like, you guys need mm. to just go your so nice to meet you thanks for inviting me to your party you have a good life like i'm out right. of here um can we talk and, about how and they, uh, kiss. they kiss too they do they've known each other for five minutes yeah um melissa during this part did you see that oh where she's like where she's like sneaking around like harriet the spy <laughs> watching them because she's super jealous she's super jealous of tina she like sneaks through the and and like what the big thing about the Friday the Thirteenth franchise, and they and they've done it for every movie as far back as I can remember, is when Jason's going to kill somebody. Actually, with the exception of the remake that they did, they didn't really do it too much with that. But yeah. um, which I, actually wasn't that bad of, of a movie. I it's not my favorite, but it like it was well done. Um, the latest one, the, the latest remake? one. It has yeah, um, it has the guy from Supernatural in it, that Jared Pedlucky yeah. or whatever the hell his yeah. name is. Um. You like Jason's kills are never a surprise. Like whenever he's gonna kill somebody, you always get that quick shot of him like sneaking up on him. It's like from his perspective, it's like ch ch and 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 you see whatever or whoever he's looking at, and then like they turn around and they get like a knife through him or like they get their head cut off, and it's it's never scary or shocking. You always see it coming from a mile away. So yeah. when they're when they're showing like you know tina and nick having a conversation you see somebody like watching them and yes. you think it's from you think it's from jason's perspective like oh he's right. he's watching them. and it's it's actually, melissa it's actually melissa sneaking up on them in a teal pantsuit she loves yeah. her pa- this girl loves her pantsuits yeah i think she, it was teal yeah she's got like a teal pantsuit and like white studded like rhinestone studded cowboy boots on yeah. and i'm like oh my god the 80s this is so <laughs> tragic um 
Love it. I also <laughs> love that scene from the night before when they're at the party and she's wearing like a string of pearls and yes. the, the kind of nerdy girl is like, oh, those are so beautiful. And I'm like, those look so cheap. They look, they look like something you would get at Party City. Like Spirit Claire's. Halloween. Like if you were like going for like a breakfast at Tiffany's costume and you needed like a, like a string of pearls and like it, they're so cheap looking. And she does that yeah. whole like my daddy told my daddy got them for me and he said I was the best daughter in the world. And it's like your dad does not love you if he bought you those. Like those things are so <laughs> right? ugly. So ugly. Um, <sighs> anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so back, back to the movie. So Melissa spies on them. Um, and then, you know, a, a little later on, Tina goes back over to the house where all the, the teenagers are hanging out and like they're having, you know, they're, they're all kind of pissed that Michael didn't show up for his birthday party, although no one has bothered to call or look for him. Um, Doesn't, uh, Tina ask, um, Nick that at some point? Like, have you heard from him? Yeah. And he, have sh- you called him? Yeah. And he's just like, no, should I? <laughs> what do you mean? Should you? It's been 24 hours. He didn't show up to his own birthday party. <laughs> well, that was like what happened earlier when, you know, I texted you if you wanted anything from from Duncan's and Sean was in our, our text thread <laughs> and you wrote back, but Sean never did. So I waited a few hours before I followed up with him. And I was like, hey, did you did you still want anything from Duncan? <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting in this drive through for four hours. <laughs> Well, like it's all about the follow up. Um, you have to follow up. If somebody doesn't get back to you, or if somebody doesn't show up when they're supposed to, like it doesn't hurt to make sure that they're okay. I still right. haven't heard from Sean, by the way. He could be dead. I, I don't know. <laughs> Let's hope he's not. I well, no. I of course I hope he's not, but he could be. That's all I'm saying. It's very yeah. Much, it's very much a possibility. Yeah. I mean, the appropriate, polite thing to do is just respond. <laughs> Sean, Sean, <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, Sean, <laughs> calling you out, Sean. <laughs> Um, anyways, so, so Tina goes back to the, the house where all the, the teenagers are, um, they're getting ready for like another night in the cabin. They're like making food and stuff. And, um, Melissa makes like this, like snide remark about her being in a, in a mental institution. Yeah. And so mean. It's so unnecessary. And again, it just brings back to the point of like, why is anybody who, one who invited her and two, why is anyone friends with her? Because they all pass it off of like, oh, she's like this with everyone. It's like, then why are you all hanging out with then her? Then why do you hang out with her? She should be like excommunicated from this friend group. I don't care how much money she has. Absolutely. Um, and Tina like is starting to get kind of a handle on her powers because she breaks that cheap ass looking string of pearls real she does. quick. She just snaps it right off you of her, which is right so off. satisfying. Yeah, that was pretty good. But then she realizes like, oh, I could have killed her. And she like runs out again in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. she's There's a lot of like running. Like she just runs out of places. Yeah. Um, and then at this point, like the sun is setting. Tina, like Tina, goes back to the house. She's very distraught because you know she, you know she feels like she could have hurt somebody. The doctor, uh, Doctor Cruz, is is basically trying to get her to do it again, and yep. and he's getting her agitated. And one of my favorite like special effects is like she hurls that little TV at him. Oh my god! <laughs> like the nineteen eighties right? TV, just like like, like with her mind. Nineteen inch TV. <laughs> She just like whips it at him with her mind, right? Um, and and, and again, and again, like runs out. Uh, runs. A lot, a lot of running out of rooms, storming out of rooms, fleeing different different rooms. Um, but back at the house, you know, uh, the the kids are the kids. They're they're making food. They're smoking a little weed. No judgment. Um, 
but one of them makes like a super snide comments like the nerdy girl because she thinks that like one of the guys is like looking at her yeah that was the uh, that wasn't melissa that was the other girl there um the one with the the 80s bangs yeah yep yeah and she was talking because she was really interested in one of the guys there the nerdy girl the nerdy girl was interested and then she and this other girl just says like oh well you're not his type yeah first of all girl how would you know like yeah like obviously it's because she's just you know obviously trying to hook up with this dude yeah and that's all it is but I would never hang around these people. That's the thing is like you. I don't think any sane person would. You and I, you and I have been friends for a really long time and we've definitely had our disagreements mm-hmm. about things. You've, you've punched me in the face before. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've slapped me once when you were drunk. <laughs> it was fun. I did deserve it. <laughs> I had it coming. And, and I feel like you deserve most of those. It, yeah. Well, the the first. The first I mean, I, I should have slapped you when you suggested wicked prayer, but I didn't. <laughs> the first. Well, the first. Trying to move past the, that the part. Fir- the first time that you punched me was like a legit accident. Like you, did, you didn't mean to hit me as hard as you did. You, I think you went to punch me in the shoulder, like jokingly, and yeah. you just happened to connect. I just missed. You yeah. missed. You, you missed, and you hit me right in the face. And yeah. My, and my contact came out. <laughs> yeah. I had to pull over to find my I contact. I felt so bad. <laughs> And, and you felt and I, I could, felt wicked and you were bad. like I didn't mean to and I was like I know it was an accident yeah. and then and then the second time when when you slapped me again it was completely accidental yeah. you, you meant to slap me but not like not like hard right and and you made contact a little bit harder than you thought <laughs> and I remember we both just started laughing because it was super funny <laughs> yeah You're I think not- you were making a joke about my age. Was that it? You you hit the the punch on the shoulder, which then turned into a punch to my eye. Oh, that maybe was that was. The uh, we were in the joke. car. We were in the yeah, car because you reached over while you're driving to like punch me, and I had made like a joke about your age. Yeah. The, the second <laughs> one, the second one was I I made a wise crack, not like a, not like making fun of the fact that it had happened, but I made I made a wise crack about like one of the guinea pigs that you had that had died. Oh yeah. And and you like you, you know we both had a little bit too much to drink, and you and you just kind of like did the little like I think you went to like do that on my face but it was like boom (laughs) (laughs) don't mess with my guinea pigs oh i I love love you guinea pigs um those little buggers but yeah but uh, just kind of circling back i you know you and i have definitely had our spats and and we've had those incidents where it's like oh shit are they gonna are they gonna brawl are they gonna like kick yeah i mean they've been like few and far between though yeah and and they i mean those those two incidents were years apart yeah and and nothing is and it was never out of anger yeah it was always just kind of it was always always, like just it was always kidding and not either knowing your own strength or missing the mark yeah or or like (laughs) not having your spatial awareness (laughs) yeah um but like but we've always like that but we've never when i was watching this i was like how like who treats each other like i i would we've friends, never what, said what friends treat each other yeah we've way. never said anything like to the degree that the people in this movie say to each no, other and never. i'm like how are they friends like how i mean yes i make you watch terrible movies that's that's half the charm you know that's, that's half the charm actually. that's why you keep having me back right <laughs> um but i was watching i'm like how how are these people so awful to each they other they are they are so bad and and the nerdy girl kind of gets like the the gusto to be like, well, I'll show you. Yeah. And she and storms out of the party to go yeah. upstairs and get her glow up. And like she's gonna she's gonna do her glow up. Like she's, she puts on her makeup and she you know changes her outfit, which just I mean it was the eighties, so it's it is 80s. what it is. Um, but like those shoulder pads, no, no. Mm-mm. And I think it was like that suit was like teal or her blue hers or was something. like blue. She had she had like the blue and like the white pumps pumps the white the white closed toe pumps <laughs> yeah she teases her hair she does like a full face of makeup she takes her glasses off but i didn't i'm like contacts back then i think were all glass so Ew. yeah 
I remember like when I went to go I get mean, contacts, did, they were did have did contacts exist that? I think then? so, but they were glass. They were actually like glass, right. which is like the most terrible. Because when I went to get contacts, they were like, "Oh, we have soft lenses now," right. and I was like, "As opposed to what?" And they're like glass. I'm like, "I'm not putting glass in my <laughs> fucking <laughs> eye. Glass I'm not gonna put eye. a piece of glass in my eye. Are you? Out what of happens mind? if like?" What happens if it uh, breaks? If it breaks, you go blind. Then you go blind. Yeah. And I was like, uh, soft lenses, please. Like, <laughs> yes, please. Right? Um, Insane. It, it, absolutely crazy. And and we'll get back to her because I I did feel really bad for her. Yeah, because that's like again, just like <laughs> Sheila. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sheila. But well, actually, those friends are actually really cool in that movie. But um, like this, the uh, the nerdy girl there. Um, Maddie, I think her name was. Maddie, that's it. Yeah. Thank you. I was, she, it was um, driving me crazy. I couldn't remember. She was not genuinely nice. Yeah. She you was know, super, she wasn't awful like the rest of them. She was very welcoming to Tina. Um, yeah. Like, and didn't seem to mind that Tina was kind of having some issues of her own. Like, she yeah. was super sweet to her. Yeah. Um, you know, very, like, accommodating to make sure everybody was having a good time. Mm-hmm. And, like, they just treated her like shit. And, yeah. and they treat each other like shit. Um, and then, you know, at... Like at one point, and Jason tends to only kill people at night. So at this point, yeah. like Michael was killed the night before his girlfriend, that couple the in the couple, woods, the other poor couple. Nothing else really happens during the day, but then when this when it gets dark again, Jason he just decides like I'm gonna finish off everybody. Yeah, and he um, like it's it's just kind of weird how it happens because he starts like like all the all the teen couples like all the pairings that are noted in this movie decide like oh like the sun's down we're all gonna like go have sex in different rooms right and it's like are you they coordinating this like is this because like i i you know i of course i was a teenager like hormones puberty but i can't imagine like going to a party and be like okay you guys take that room i'll take this room you right? guys take the van like that's super weird and like it they're is super weird they're all doing it at the same time and it's like i'm like they're all in different areas doing it at the same time and i'm like did they all just like decide like okay it's like eight o'clock time to bone like it's the designated boning time it's bone o'clock it's, Ashley. it's bone o'clock <laughs> and and it makes it super easy for Jason to to take them all out because they're all like together and preoccupied they're and all, all preoccupied distracted so he like takes out that couple in the van um, well which, yeah the couple in the van which was another eye gouging. <laughs> yeah he, what was what was it like it was like a balloon a, inflator thing like i don't even i thought it was like a party a horn. party streamer or yeah, something i think it was a party horn and, and just... it j- jams in her eye yeah, um the good. best death scene i think is like um is her boyfriend ben when he just basically jason just like squeezes his head yeah. like a vice and yeah. just like pops it that was yeah. great um, um before that though we have uh russell and sandra they go skinny dipping in the lake oh that, of course they do so first off I don't swim in lakes. That is where I draw the line. Lakes got leeches. I'm good. Yeah. Why on earth would you go skinny dipping in a lake? But yeah. that's just my opinion. I mean, I've I've gone swimming in a lake. I mean, I've gone swimming in a lake when I was younger. Yeah. But now I just don't. I'm too aware of all the things that live in water like that. Like I swimming in an ocean, I'm fine with. I love. I, I love don't being, mind an ocean. I love being in an because it's continuous rotation. Yeah. Like you know, I don't like yep. if there's things in the ocean, like things are coming towards the shore. Yeah. The they worst get thing that's gonna happen out. in an ocean if you step on a jellyfish. Oh uh, yeah, or a shark. If you get a by shark, a shark. I think, I think a shark bite might be worse than a jellyfish. But well, I'll just say the likelihood of things happening. Yeah. Those are probably your most common, and those are not common. But at like all. I remember, and not only that, but like swimming in a lake at night. Oh, nope nope man. like one mosquito central all set yep um 
And two, like, you don't know what's in that lake. I'm not saying there's, like, a serial killer chained to the bottom of it. But, like, there's, like, fish and, like, things that can, like, bite you. And, like, snakes. Snakes. And I I remember, like, I went swimming uh, shortly after I moved to uh, the Pioneer Valley. I went to a uh, lake out in Ashfield. And, Mm -hmm. like, the sun was setting. And I went swimming with a friend of mine. And, yeah, like, I was getting, like, nipped on the heels by, like, angry turtles and shit. I was yeah. like, I'm all. Snappers. Yeah, I'm all set with this. Like, I'm all set. And like then I got eaten alive by mosquitoes. On oh, the most painful thing. I mean, there's obviously way more pain, but it hurts. It hurts a lot. Yeah. Like, it was, it's like, not mos- fun. Yeah. And, like, it was mosquito central. And then you get to, like, run out of there. And it's, like, not, like. You know, granted, I don't like having sand all over me, but it's like you're running out of the lake and there's like dirt. You're getting dirt all over your wet legs, wet feet. And then you got to like, you know, put your shoes. Back. Oh, God, it's it's just unpleasant. <laughs> it's just unpleasant. this is such a sidebar to be like swimming in lakes is gross. <laughs> <laughs> right. But they yes, they get it. Um, yeah. Which I, I loved how Jason killed Russell. Yeah. Like while Russell, because they were going to go skinny dipping. And he she's was, already like, taking off in. his clothes yeah. and stuff. She's already in the water. Yeah. And and Jason just like axes him in the face. And then when she comes up out of the water, like she's underwater, she comes up and she sees what's left of Russell. All mm. of a sudden, Jason's like in the water with her. Like right, he's right there. Which also confused me because wasn't Jason afraid of water? Yeah. He That's couldn't literally swim. his downfall. Yeah. He can't But swim. now he's in the water. Yeah. He's he's now like a seasoned sailor. He's like, <laughs> right? He's like not Olympics a Olympic tier Olympic swimmer. Olympic swimmer. And he catches her pretty quick and, and drowns her. He just drowns. Yeah. He just, just drowns. Like, he just pulls her under and drowns her. <laughs> drowns her. Um, and then he goes ashore again and starts subsequently just murdering all these people. Yeah. Um, so I think at this point, I feel like Maddie goes looking for David. I think David was the one that she was interested in. Yes. Um, but finds Russell's body. Yes. And what I love, that was the other thing, too, is like she, she it's dark out. They're not familiar with these woods. Why is everybody going out into the woods? Like they're just all, you know, running willy nilly into the woods to look mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, under, I understand it's it's the 80s. You don't have cell phones. There's no like portable GPS. But yeah, like it seemed like, you know, people weren't so concerned back then. Yeah, it's like maybe have a compass or a flashlight. A, a flashlight would be good. A flashlight would be great. Yeah. Um, but Maddie, who is now glowed up, she's got her she sure hair is. tea. She's and now she's cute. walking through the woods in pumps. She Oh, the worst. Like the worst thing she could have done, she did. That was like the time that you guys picked me up to go to purgatory. And I yep, came out, it sure was. Came out in the mini skirt and wearing go go boots. <laughs> I came out stiletto heels and a mini skirt. Right. I, we're going hiking. And, I was, and you walk come out in a mini skirt and stiletto in, heels. In my defense, I didn't know what purgatory was. Which is so weird, but and sure. I, I, I grew up in the area, but I had no idea what purgatory was. So you guys were like, we're going to purgatory. And I'm thinking it's like a club or a restaurant or something. So I, dre- the I, afternoon? I dressed in club attire. <laughs> and you guys you guys pulled up to my mom's house. And I came Get out in my, in, in my six Jane. inch heels and my striped. I had a little pink and black striped yep. mini skirt on and like hoop earrings. And I was like, hey. And you were like, go back inside and change right now <laughs> like what the hell are you wearing oh uh, that was a good anyway thing. yeah, yeah that she, was pretty good but yeah so she literally does the worst thing which she doesn't know it's the worst thing yeah which is also again charming and endearing but now she's walking through the woods in these heels yeah which i mean i don't uh, heels are not my thing i am uh, a big fan of comfortability yeah um, I wear boots most of the time and they're usually muck boots. Like oh, they're man, not even yeah. fancy boots, although they are fancy because they're great. See, I love, I love like a good, like wedge sandal. 
Mm. Like something that gives me a little teeny tiny bit of height without making me a giant. <laughs> right. Um, something that like elongates my legs, makes my legs look. Well, really yeah, nice. you got to make sure your uh, your calves and your thighs and your bum look good. Exactly. And like, you know, and yeah. and, you know, something that like I can wear with like a cute pair of jeans or yeah. like a dress and 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 that's fine. Yeah. But, but like, they're not like legit heels. Yeah. I'm not running like through the stiletto woods yeah. type heels. So now she's in the woods and, you know, obviously she doesn't wear clothes also, like that. Also getting, like, she just had her glow up and she's getting, <laughs> she's getting all sweaty. And it's like, girl, like, I know it's summer. You're in the woods. There's bugs. Like, you're in heels. It's dark right. out. You're in the wilderness. Like, just go back inside and be cute. And just, <laughs> right? Just go inside and be cute. Enjoy right? your cuteness. So, so now she actually, I want to say is. Probably one of the only characters that actually has like a chase type of scene. Yeah, he's after. Like it's not a chase per se. It doesn't last very long, but she does, you know, is aware of him. Yeah. At this point, because she saw, you know, Russell's body, and now he's after her, and she's freaking out. So she actually is hiding from this guy. Yeah. I think at some point, I think at one point she does actually take the shoes off. She takes the shoes off to, cl- she's like in a barn or something. She like yeah, finds a barn. Yeah. And she takes the shoes off to climb under something. Yeah, like a stall or something. Yeah, and she's like hiding. And he, I mean, he catches her. She's like, she's got her back pressed up against the wall. And in the most impractical move ever, he like punches through the wall to grab her. Again, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's like, ha- it's like, have you ever like broken a board with your hand? Like I, I took like a form of karate when I was a kid. And like we we broke a board when I was like, I don't know, I was like nine and I broke a board, but I didn't do it on the first try. Like, and if you don't do it on the first try, that shit hurts. Uh, Yeah. It hurts bad. And I understand he's like supernatural. He's already dead. But like that shit would slow you down. It hurts. Right. um, He does, you know, kill her. And the best thing, the thing I like about Jason is that he's always got a new weapon. Yeah. So. Somehow, somewhere, he has now a sickle. Yes. I have a sickle. My mom has a sickle. I don't use it for anything. I use it for decor. So does my mom. My mom has like that farmhouse decor thing going on. Right. So So, like I have a sickle just because someone gave Andy one. It was like someone gave me this because they thought it was cool. And I'm like, it is cool. Let's put it right here. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate your coworkers. Um, (laughs) I think it was one of his coworkers. While, well, so Maddie gets it. And yeah. I was so devastated because no one got to see how cute she looked. I know. It was all for nothing. I know. She started putting that, she started putting that makeup on while it was still like light out. Yeah. And then when it was dark and she goes I think outside, she was like even like tweezing her eyebrows. Yeah. And she too. looked like, like, She did the whole thing. She looked good. Like she yeah. looked, she looked great. And she was all ready to like go get plowed. Like all of her friends were getting plowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, right? couldn't get, she couldn't even get plowed no. because like she, she got murdered instead. And I'm like, oh girl, like I appreciate the glow up. I appreciated it. Yes. I thought she looked really I great appreci- by 80 standards. She looked good. She did look good. Um, And she doesn't even get to like appreciate it or show it off. And I was yeah. devastated for her. It was like when Sheila died, like Sheila was yeah. super cute. I loved her. Why can't like the nerdy girl just like win for once like in any of these movies? Um, yeah, yeah it was know. devastating. Um, I think after that, because now we're at the point where every scene, Jason's just killing a new person. Yeah. It's so just all a bunch the, of teenagers. Yeah. So all it. the other couples are just banging. So now Ben. Ben. Uh, and Kate. Yes. They were the ones in the van. They were in the van. Yes. Ben gets killed by getting his skull crushed. Amazing scene. Loved it. Was excellent. Then he pulls Kate out of the van and sticks a party horn in her eye. Another thing where I was like, no. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the whole eye thing. No. 
Um, um, and then I, I forget who gets it after that. But like, meanwhile, while all of this is happening, like Tina, like because Tina is the main protagonist. Um, she gets wind, like she overhears Dr. Cruz and her mom having a conversation. The mom basically, the, Dr. Cruz goes for a walk in the woods. He comes across a body. I don't, I think it's Michael's body. He comes across yeah. Michael's body, goes back to the cabin. While he was out having this walk and discovering this body, the mom is like going through his paperwork and yep. his research about Tina. Yeah. And she realizes that he's trying to exploit Tina. He's not trying yeah. to help her. Yeah, he's not trying to He's help trying her. to weaponize whatever ability she has. Yeah. And she confronts him when he comes back. He catches her like snooping through his stuff. And rather than be like, hey, I just saw a dead kid in the woods. Like we should call the police. Like he immediately is like, well, like no like we have to put tina in a mental institution and tina like i'm doing this this for her yeah no you're not yeah and tina overhears this he overhears that they're going to have her committed yeah and she takes off she takes the car and she she books it yeah and while she's booking it she catches a glimpse of jason and her mother in the road it's like another vision that she has similar to the one that she had uh, yeah it's not actually happening but and she and she of course crashes the car obviously despite the fact that she like literally just heard her mom at the cabin (laughs) like how is how is she now a mile down in the middle of the road getting stabbed when you literally just so she loses control of the car smashes the station wagon into a into a tree as one Mm. does when you know logic doesn't really take hold um and the mother and dr cruz go looking for her um jason at this point is is butchering the teenagers he you know he's obviously not killing the mom in the middle of the road he's too busy killing a bunch of kids right i think after that we have david and eddie um now david which one was david was david like the sci-fi nerd i can't remember i want to say him or eddie were yes melissa at some point is trying to seduce one of those two to make nick jealous she has a thing for nick yes nick does not give a shit nick Nick, is not interested nick Nick does not care at all um and she and she is trying to seduce one of the guys to make Nick jealous, um, you know, well, because everyone is apparently like they're like, oh, guys, it's eight o'clock. We got a bone. Um, she <laughs> she takes him into a room to have her way with him and decides like halfway through, like, you know, like, yeah, this ain't doing it for me. And she like kicks him out. She's yeah. like, yeah, you know what? I'm not really interested in you. Bye. <sighs> and he goes downstairs to like sulk and open Michael's birthday presents because Michael, ne- Michael never showed up. Right. So. Uh, now we have Jason. <laughs> David gets stabbed. Yes. Eddie's neck gets sliced open. Yep. So now we're at there. So now two more. And then upstairs. I think it's Eddie's girlfriend or the Robin. Girl, Robin. Yeah. The, that, who is the super, the one who's super mean to Maddie. Yeah. She's the one that says to Maddie. Um, like, oh, he's, you know. He's not your type. Yeah. Like, well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> she maybe tells I should like, ask she, him. Yeah, maybe goes, I should try. Yeah, um, she gets it, and yeah, I, I loved just, her death uh, scene. I loved her death scene. Yeah. So Robin finds David's severed head. Yeah. Uh, and then she is chucked out the window. Yep. Jason <laughs> just, just whoa. Jason just straight up, and and it's so funny. Picks because, her up and just. Yeah, and the cabin, from what I can remember, is not that big. No. But the fact that she dies on impact is kind of funny to me. I thought that too, and I'm like, I, I don't. I mean that. Like, she'd probably have a few broken bones. Well, depending on how she fell, landed, obviously, yeah. landed. She, you know, as long as she's not landing on her head or something or, you know, gets impaled by a branch on a tree or something. Yeah. Ironically. Well, not ironically, but <laughs> coincidentally, um, she very well could have survived. Yeah. But 
they're just like, nah, that's good enough. <laughs> Jason Jason has now gone through all the teens with the exception of Nick and Melissa and Tina. Um, they're mo- I, I think they're all dead at this point. I mean, there's so many of them that it was kind of hard to keep track of for a little while. And from there, he goes after Dr. Cruz and the mother who are out looking for Tina. Which, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So now, obviously, Jason finds Dr. Cruz because he, he just always finds the people. Yeah. The worst part of this movie is Dr. Cruz using her mom as, as like a, a shield. human shield. Yeah. Like, how cowardly is this guy? Like, this guy is so bad. Yeah. Like, what a piece of crap. And so, Jason, Jason finds... Uh, so, before this, Dr. Cruz and Tina's mom find the car that Tina had crashed. And Tina is not in it. Nick, at this point, finds Tina in the woods. Like, he is out looking for yes. her. He finds her. They find Michael's body. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, we have to go back and tell everybody. Like, we have to warn everyone that this has happened. And they're, like, making their way back to the cabin. There's a lot of, like, back and forth of, like, in the woods, in the cabin, next door. Yeah. Like, well, there because there's so many people for Jason to just off. And there's just sporadically spread throughout. Yeah. You know, so it's jumping from... The woods, the cabin, the woods, the cabin, the woods, the cabin. Yes. And it doesn't matter where you are. Jason's going to be there. Yeah, he's he's already there. <laughs> yeah. um, so the mom and Dr. Cruz find the car. They go looking for Tina in the woods. Um, Jason comes across the both of them. And as you said, Dr. Cruz basically takes Tina's mom and like holds her in front of him so mm-hmm. Jason can kill her and then books it. And then he books it. And. But here's yeah. the fun part. <laughs> so good. Like I mentioned before. For some reason, every time you see Jason killing another person, it's with some other random, how the hell did he get this, his hands on whatever this is. This was the most ridiculous. I was like, uh, I mean, it's almost as ridiculous as the 10 foot long chainsaw from Hatchet, which is (laughs) one reason why you need to watch that series. I will go do that right now. (laughs) Right. He comes out with this like weed i want to say it's like no it's like a pole chainsaw like it's a it looks like a table saw i thought it was like the blade of a table saw attached to this 10 foot pole and it's running i'm like where did he get that where did he get this ridiculous thing how did no one hear him carrying that thing i don't know like it's making tons of noise see i thought it was a weed whacker just by the shape of it no but yeah it's like a buzzsaw on a it's not a weed whacker yeah it's like a buzzsaw attached to this pole yeah and it's just running. I don't know where the gas is on this thing or what, but he gets with that. And I'm like, well, if I was Jason, I would just walk around with that thing. Yeah. It's like, so much easier. Right? But uh, but I, I personally, and I could be wrong, I'd like to think that Jason deliberately got the weird buzzsaw thing because he saw what Dr. Cruz did to the mom and Jason Voorhees. And that's cold. Yeah. And Jason Voorhees, who is a mama's boy. Was, he sure is. Was probably like... I have standards, and now this guy's going to get it way worse than everybody else. What? I would like to think that's You know why. what? I appreciate that fan theory. I like it. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, he loves his mom. He sure does. And he just watched this man have... Well, I mean, in a weird way, it's like Jason killed the mom, so it's like mm, kind of a hypocrite. Little Well, he's going to kill him. Yeah. I mean, that's for sure. I mean, I, I know he's not going to... But go- he's like, you can't do that. I'm going to kill you anyway. Yeah, like, and- he does have standards, although I think it would be a lot better if Jason went from, like, victim to victim and was like, excuse me, are you a mother? And, like, if they were like, yeah, I'd be like, okay, you go this way. Like, are you a mother? No, kills him. Like, are right? You- <laughs> it's, like, it's like the ultimate way to, like, v- like vet people. Yeah, um, I guess. So Dr. Cruz gets it. Yep. Which now leaves Tina... Nick. Nick and Melissa. 
Yep. Who, Melissa, we have no idea where the hell she is. She yeah, just kind of snuck kinda out like and that was disappeared. it. Um, Nick and Tina are like, you know, making their way back to the cabin. Nick goes to, I think, try to find everybody else. And Tina encounters Jason. Well, Tina finds her mom's body. True. First. It's true. Okay. So she does find her mom's body, which, you know, is going to spark a thing. Spark a reaction, I yeah. suppose. She does come across Jason. They finally yes. meet face to face, you know, yep. and, and actually have a moment where like Tina's not passing out or being like, ah, and, like hallucinating. And running away. And running away. Yeah. And Tina, who for the longest time in this movie really couldn't control her powers, Mm-mm. suddenly has perfect control of them, mm-hmm. can suddenly do all sorts of crazy shit with mm-hmm. her mind and seems very confident while she does it. And she like, you know, tears down an electrical wire and like puts it in yep, a puddle. Yep, she electrocutes and, Jason. Yep. Crashes down part of the house. <laughs> it's just all sorts it's of crazy stuff. There's all sorts of fun stuff. Um, But yeah, she figured it out real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, Nick, of course. And, and this was, I to me, like this was just kind of like filler. But like Nick finds bodies in the cabin. He finds his, his cousin's friend's bodies yep. kind of scattered throughout the cabin. He runs next door to find Tina. Tina is not there. Tina is now in the cabin. She also finds these dead bodies, mm-hmm. continues battle with Jason where she's using her telekinetic abilities to, yep. you know, throw them all over the place and stuff. Yeah. Um, And then they end up like at the house where she was staying with Dr. Cruz and her mom. Yeah. And she's telling him, like, I found my mom. You know, Jason did this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And Melissa. Melissa shows up. Melissa just shows up out of the blue. Yeah. And. You know, they have and they're telling her like, hey, we all have to stay together. Melissa doesn't want any part of it. Yeah, she doesn't believe them. Yeah. Because, you know, Tina's, you know, crazy. She's a crazy girl. Yeah. So, yeah. But so, then Jason kills her. Yeah. <laughs> I think he got like an accident. She got an accident in the face. Yeah, it was he, like and then he threw her over the TV. Like yep. he, he took her. That was and fun. Just, yeah, he just that was hucked a, it that over was, the TV. It that was, was so quite good. satisfying. So it was. Oh, my God. He could not have killed her brutally enough. Mm-hmm. Um. And then from there, Tina, Nick, and Jason square off. It's like the final battle. Mm-hmm. And it's the final countdown. Final, ca- <laughs> final <laughs> countdown. <laughs> um, so Nick Nick gets, he doesn't get killed, but he gets kind of like He gets kind of like knocked out. Yeah. He's useless. Yeah. He's pretty useless. Yeah. And Tina and Jason have like this full blown, like she's she's hanging them from the, the light, yeah, like the light fixtures. Yeah, yeah. She's like. You know, smashing him in the face with the light fixtures. Never using her hand. She's strictly using her mind. She has mastered her abilities. Um, they end up in the basement, I think. Yeah. What happens? So he, so she breaks his mask. Oh, that's he right. He breaks her, his mask. And we get that terrible CGI his... of like the worms in his face and stuff. And I'm like, okay. He looked like the Crypt Keeper, dude. <laughs> and I love me some Crypt Keeper. You do. But like, come on. <laughs> like, I so feel like corny. we've seen better, you know, deformed Jason faces yeah. in the past. But yeah, it is what it is. So you know, so that happens. She gets he gets hung up. She takes, uh, like yeah, an electrical wire or something. Yeah, and it's basically hanging him, and then falls through the floor. Yeah. So now, and I think he grabs her and pulls her down with him. Yeah. So now they are in the basement. They're in the basement. Um, and then. Like, you know, she she's, like, hurling nails at him, like, because it's a bunch of shit in the basement. Well, like, yeah, it's a basement. Nails, screws, things like that. Anything she can find. Yeah. There's there's inexplicably a wood stove going in the basement somehow. Mm, it's already, like, lit. It's lit, yeah. Um, why would it be? 
yeah. never mind. It's, it's summer. It's, it's summer. camp. But the wood stove's lit. Um, she That's dou- all i got to say. She uses her mind to douse him with gasoline, which is so mm-hmm. funny to me that, like, he's kind of standing there and letting this happen. Yeah, he's not really moving. Yeah, it's like you're not making any kind of attempt to stop her or kill her or not get doused in gasoline. Like, Yeah, I mean, eventually the house does blow up. Yeah. And Jason is still not dead. Still not dead. And oh my God. Oh, that was the biggest thing for me. So she like sets him on fire. Like she opens the wood stove and she like controls the fire to engulf Jason. Yep. Her Nick Nick is like conscious at this point. He helps her out of the house and they run away and like run out of the house as it like explodes, which I didn't really understand. I'm like, I don't think a house would explode like that. Well, with the gas. Mm. Even then it probably wouldn't explode. It would just be on fire. It would be on fire. Yeah, I guess you're I right. Know. Unless they have like, you know, gas tanks somewhere. Yeah. Uh, like propane like I, tanks somewhere. Yeah. I didn't really. And even then, I don't think it would be that kind of explosion. You know? <laughs> it was pretty intense. It was pretty. It was like, yeah, it, that thing went up crazy. Um, and, you know, they're they're on the dock and like they're having a moment where they're like, oh, everybody's dead. Everything's gone. And, yep. and Jason just shows up. No, no burns. No smoldering. Somehow. No, he's fine, except for his, you know, Crypt Keeper face. Yeah. <laughs> and, Which is not fine, but it is he, what it is. <laughs> he, like, hucks Nick into, like, a little, like, paddle boat that's nearby, just kind of throws him into it. Yeah. And he's going to... Pushes him aside. And he's going to kill Tina. And you think, like, oh, no. How how is how is Tina going to defeat Jason? Like, she's tried making him... She's tried, like, exploding him. Um, She's hung him. She's, like... Hurled nails at him with her, mm-hmm. with you know, uh, punctured him. Punctured him. Um, what else? Just, you know, made things fall on him. Electrocuted. He was electrocuted. Electrocuted. It's like how how is this telekinetic girl going to? I mean, granted, she could probably just like make him fly away. Like just use I her mean, mind make him fly I away. I mean, she couldn't just you know explode his head like they do in scanners. Oh man, oh that's <laughs> such a great movie. Um, one of my favorite scenes in a movie ever. Um, it's so good. So she she's very distraught, and because she, you know, things happen when she's distraught, the water starts bubbling in the lake, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and you're like, oh no, like what is she gonna do? Is she gonna hurl like a tidal wave at him? Is she, like <laughs> what is? She, it's gonna be like Captain Planet, like Earth, Captain wind, Planet. fire, like um, heart. <laughs> and who who comes out of the lake? Who comes out of the lake to assist? Well, the only person left in this story, her dad. <laughs> her dad, who. Evidently, they did not take out of the lake after he died. Right? He's <laughs> <laughs> he just sitting there, just rotting away. Just rot- decomposing at the bottom of this lake. Never came to the surface. Never floated up as many drown- like drowning victims do. They eventually go to the surface. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He, the, dad, the dead dad comes out of the water and pulls Jason back down with him. <sighs> she summons the spirit of her father who rises from the lake. <laughs> <laughs> and drags Jason with him. Like, how goofy does that sound? Oh, it sounds so bad. Um, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and, and yeah, and and then the end of the movie is is her and Nick being put into an ambulance together. Yep, they're okay. Um, and that's that's pretty much about it. That's the end. I mean, of the movie. there's a crew there that was basically cleaning up the wreckage, finds Jason bro- Jason's broken mask. Which looks super flimsy, by the way. Yeah. Like, it's, it, just, like it's it looks a, super thin. Again, again, with the Party City references. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, the spirit Halloween ridiculous. hockey mask. Um, and that is that is the end of Friday the 13th 7, The New Blood. Um, an unnecessary sequel. 
not the worst in the franchise. No, but to- I would definitely totally, not say the worst. totally unnecessary. I mean, Jason X is pretty up there in terms of <laughs> Jason takes Manhattan. Takes I think Manhattan. that's next. I think that I think Friday the Thirteenth number eight is Jason takes Manhattan. I think you're right. Which is infinitely worse mm-hmm. than this one, yeah, except except for the rooftop were, scene. I mean, they were really trying hard to keep it fresh. Keep the Friday the Thirteenth franchise fresh um, because I, you know, strangely enough, the Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, franchise just kept making more and more money, whereas fr- uh, Friday the 13th was losing. Yeah. Like, they just tried to... So then someone just came along and pitched, well, what if Jason fights Carrie? <laughs> like, you know, Stephen King's Carrie? And I'm like, that's dumb. But they fucked... They went with it. Yeah. They were totally into it. I'm um, like, okay. <laughs> well, that's like, you know, the the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, we had, we had talked about it earlier, like... You know, every every horror franchise reaches a certain place where somebody has to have magic powers. You know, in in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, it's Alice gets like the ability. Well, it's um, I forget her character, the fact the character's name who can pull other people into her dreams. And then Alice gets the ability to do the same thing. And that's kind of her magic ability in the Halloween franchise. His niece in like the Curse of Michael Myers, or the Return of Michael Myers, she gets telekinetic ability she can see when he's killing somebody yeah um and this it's tina can move things with her mind and the thing about the halloween franchise is it kind of eventually went back to its roots where it's like okay michael myers is just scary being michael myers yeah i mean he's kind of got like a jason thing where he just yeah he's there but he's he's like way scarier to me than jason is and i think it's because the franchise of friday the 13th kind of got off the rails halloween halloween managed to like wrangle it back in nightmare nightmare and elm street kind of the same thing went a little off the rails but wrangled it back in yeah jason well with friday the 13th it just got progressively crazier like this yeah now at this point they're just trying to put jason into weird situations yeah it's it's like this this was crazy this was a crazy movie in a lot of ways made made no little to no sense in a lot of ways still fun to watch but it made no sense but then it's like okay what happens if we send jason to new york Mm. what happens if we send jason to space (laughs) like you know like what happens if freddie and jason square off and it's like enough enough yeah actually um i want to say new line um wanted to actually no i take it back paramount paramount did uh the friday the 13th Wanted a partnership um, with New Line to create the crossover. Yeah. But then um, I believe Paramount, not Paramount. It was a little, 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 New Line. New Line, who was Freddy, um, ended up buying the franchise and then were able to release Freddy versus Jason. But there's a lot going on. They really, really wanted the crossover. Yeah. It, well, it took them like, what, 20 years to pull it off. That movie, mm-hmm. Freddy versus Jason, came out when I was still in high school, I think, or like right after high school. Um, yeah, it was a long time ago. But yeah, and and we're talking like this is the '80s, so it took quite some it, time for them to actually like, yeah, get it to work. Yeah. And, I, and I love Freddy versus Jason; it's super fun to watch. It is a fun watch. But I, you know, I know we had talked about it when we were talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, who who do we think would like win? And I was like, oh, Jason, absolutely, because Freddy's too busy making one-liners. <laughs> that Jason plus Jason has to be sleeping for Freddy to even be able to touch him. Exactly. And Jason never sleeps. No. He, no, he does not. How long was he chilling at the bottom of that lake? And he was awake the whole time. We think he was awake. Well, he's he dead. He was probably awake. Well, if you're <laughs> he's dead, clearly, he's clearly supernatural, so. <laughs> um, for a body count for this movie, I had 16. I mean, there's a lot of people in this movie. I counted 
uh, 14. Okay. So we're missing. Lost. You might be, missing, didn't, might be missing a couple. <laughs> did you? Probably. Did you count Jason? No. Okay. Either did I. I never count that. Yeah. He never dies. Also, he never dies. So you can't count him. Yeah. I, I, there has to be a couple in there, like one of the couples that maybe you missed. But I, I counted 16 or maybe I double counted. Maybe I thought one couple. Mm, it, you're, you're probably more right than I am. <laughs> I um, mean, I'm like counting them here. But I mean, they happen in such a rapid succession. Um. Before we get to the recipe, uh, I just, you know, I had mentioned it earlier. If you were like squaring off against any of the horror villains, like the big ones, like uh, Leatherface, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, and you had the ability to have like a magic power, what would you have? That depends on who I'm squaring off against. All right. Uh, hypothetical, Michael Myers. Um, probably flying. Just fly away from him. Mm-hmm. I like that. Although he's he's relentless. He will follow. He'll wait for you to land and he'll just come and get I you. I will never land. <laughs> I will just, that will just be my life now. I'm going to just, just live in the clouds. Just just confirming like that you would just live in the clouds. <laughs> okay. Um, just committing to that. Okay. Um, what about Freddy Krueger? Uh, well, that's easy. Is there such a thing as, you know, not having to sleep? Um, I would still fly. It's called working my job. I never sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, yeah. Uh, if I could, you know, just not sleep, then problem solved. What about Leatherface? Leatherface. Hmm. He seems dumb. I feel like you could outsmart him very easily. Yeah. Driving. I would just drive away. Well, I'd probably fly. <laughs> Flight is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we- no, no. I go with the whole magneto thing Ooh. and start like, and you know, be able to control magnet ne- magnetic fields. Oh, and like metal. And then stuff? I would, yeah. And then I would just dismantle his, all of his, his chainsaws. Yeah, rip his chainsaw away. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do with that one. I think with Leatherface, I would do like telekinesis, like like a uh, Tina, and I would rip the chainsaw away and then just turn it around and like drive it right through him. Mm. Like that. Would yeah. Be- I would I would relish like in that. nobody tried that. Yeah, I feel like people had the opportunity. Oh, we'll get the we'll get the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with like a telekinetic person. Some at some. <laughs> I'm point. surprised that we haven't gotten it yet. Leatherface is going to space soon. Just you wait. Right. Leatherface in space. Well, um, all we need to do is get James Cameron to sign on. Oh my God, James Cameron. <laughs> he would make it good James somehow. James Cameron, <laughs> give us the f- enough with the Avatar shit. Give us, <laughs> give us a four four billion dollar Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Put all that CGI into a telekinetic person facing off against Leatherface. That's all I want. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. I will give you my money. Hand over fist. So I have a question for you, though. That's Who is your favorite Jason? Mm. Ooh. I don't know if I can even name them all. I, I would have to say Kane Hodder Hoder just because he's yeah, the most. Not Derek he, Mears. He's a. Mm, no, I, I like Kane. I think I feel like he's the most like recognizable one like he's the one that i'm like yeah. most of the jason movies that i've seen like, yeah. it's like him you know a uh, big fan of kane um yeah. he actually i want to say he got to start doing stunts and That's, like he tracks, did his own yeah. stunts in this movie and the scene where with the furnace yeah with the fire um he was actually on fire for about 40 seconds oh man that's like actually on fire for about 40 seconds Ugh. i don't know if it's changed but uh that made hollywood history because no. that's the longest time anybody's ever done that what a record to have <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> right also kane hoder is just awesome he is awesome but like imagine like like meeting people and like so what do you do i was on fire for 40 seconds like <laughs> right <laughs> um yeah i would have to say he's my favorite 
just because he's the most recognizable to me. Um, yeah. So let's get into this recipe because yes. I'm starting to crash and I need sugar. And there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a hefty amount of sugar in this recipe. Um, right. Unless was there anything else you wanted to say? But, oh, star rating. What would you what would you give this movie in terms of I'd a rating? Probably give this one a three. A three? Yeah. I mean, it definitely wasn't one of the better ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it definitely, definitely kind of went one off. Of the worst ones. <laughs> it definitely wasn't one of the worst ones. Yeah, um, it kind of went off the rails with the whole telekinetic thing. But you're you are absolutely correct. I mean, that has somehow made its way into every horror this franchise. like subgenre of slashers and basically anywhere where someone needs to fight off a killer. Yeah. Because apparently normal people can't just run away. So, like in the next <laughs> in the next Scream movie, is like Nev Campbell gonna have telekinetic abilities? I would not I, be one bit surprised. <laughs> I hope so. I would absolutely oh, not be I one hope bit surprised. So. I hope Sydney can move things with her mind in the next movie. <laughs> right, I would not be surprised one bit. Um, and I'd be like, you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that. Take my money. <laughs> just take it. Yeah. Um, for this movie, I would give maybe three and a half stars. Um, just because I thought like, you know, it's, it's straight to the point. It's a Jason movie. He's going to kill a bunch of teenagers. Um, my favorite, I think is still the second one. I love, well, I mean, obviously the first one's a classic, but the second one I think is my favorite. Um, but it's a Jason movie. He's going to kill a bunch of teenagers. All the teenagers in this movie are super obnoxious. Yeah. Like Um, the cast themselves, aside from Nick. Yeah. Tina was okay for the most part and her mom. Yeah. The rest of them are just, well, Maddie, love Maddie. Yeah. But the rest of them, including the psychiatrist, were just terrible. Like, this is the kind of movie where you're rooting for, for the Jason. Bad guy. Yeah, you're rooting for the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, because they're just awful. Whereas in Nightmare on Elm Street, all the kids are decent human beings. Yeah, they're all nice people. And you don't want to see them, come, you know, get their demise. Yeah, exactly. But with when it comes to Jason, well, specifically Jason and his, you know, that franchise, <laughs> all the teens are just, I mean, that's the whole story behind Jason. Yeah. The counselors were careless, reckless. Yeah. Um, did not, you know, weren't paying attention. They were not paying attention. Um, and they had it coming. <laughs> and they had it coming. Um, and it just goes like that's just a common theme throughout the whole franchise. Yeah. So teenagers are just awful, and you're just rooting for Jason to yeah. win. And yeah, and this gets three and a half stars because I did. I, I like Tina. I just thought the whole like moving things to their mind because she was like the the actress was super intense with it. It was super fun. She to She wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah she, she was, was pretty good. Um. And it's just, you know, it's a classic Jason movie. He kills a bunch of kids. It's all you really it's want. Probably, right. It's probably the last of the ones that are even watchable <laughs> at this point. <laughs> um, for the recipe today, um, because it was Michael's birthday and he never made it to his party. Oh, yeah. Sidebar that this was originally called, I want to say birthday bash. Friday the 13th birthday bash? No, just not Friday the 13th. Just bir- They didn't want it connected oh. to the... Um, to like to the, the franchise? The franchise. Really? Yeah. Was Jason still going to be the killer or were they going to like make up a new one? <laughs> I want to say yeah. Like it didn't really make much sense when That's I was looking weird. into it. But the working title was Birthday Bash. That's... Um, it was chosen to conceal the identity as being a Friday the 13th. Oh. So it would have been... It still would have been Jason. Okay. But it was but... just to like trick people into thinking it was like another sequel. Or, or... or not a sequel, but like a standalone maybe. Gotcha. Okay. Which I mean... I'd probably go anyway. I don't know. I don't think I'd sit through a movie called if you if you approach me and you're like, do you want to go see a movie called Birthday Bash? I'd be like, are you out of your mind? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Yeah, I guess you have a, you have a valid point. <laughs> um, because it was Michael's birthday in this movie, um, I decided that today's recipe, I was going to make birthday cake cookie sandwiches, which so is basically it's toll. I mean, I use like Toll House, like the chocolate chip cookie mix. But the trick is that you put edible cookie dough in between the cookies like you sandwich the cookies together and you you use like edible cookie dough now when you say edible cookie dough this is cookie dough that basically does not have eggs in it exactly um and then like i don't care if it's edible or not i still eat and, that. and, the, and the cookie <laughs> dough the cookie dough itself is still um you know it's it's still like a like a moist i hate that word but it's like a moist texture so you can like you, you like dunk it in like jimmies and they stick to the cookie dough um mm. i took a little bit of water though just to make sure that they stuck on there like really good so mm. it's it's like looks like a rainbow cookie sandwich but it's two cookies edible cookie dough which you can either i i'll have the recipe up on our instagram it's easy enough to make on your own it doesn't have eggs or you can buy it it's in the store now you can buy edible cookie dough in the store you can um, they have that now yeah yeah and you just you sandwich the, the toll house cookies together dunk it in some you know dunk the edge in some sprinkles or whatever you know whatever topping you want and there more you go cookie dough. what i would dunk it in more cookie dough <laughs> i love cookie dough <laughs> That's my ice cream. That's my oh, go-to. Man. It's Cookie so good. Ice cream. Um, so it. that is that is the recipe, and we'll have that up on our Instagram. And um, yeah, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. Super, super fun. Um, and talking about more scary movies. Yeah. I love them. Well, and the, it's, we should note that we are coming up to our season finale. Yes, we are. Our having... next episode is going to be our season finale. Exactly. Um, we'll let you guys know what that movie is shortly. We we're taking a little break. It's not a long break. We're just you know we have some stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks, and you know we we want to make sure that our attention is like on that stuff. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, we're going to take a few weeks to get things done and then we will be back with a season two for season two. It's I can't believe exciting. I can't believe we made it through season one. Well, actually, we're not right? done with it yet, but not quite. I yeah, we're almost done with it. Yeah. Um, and, and it's been great. I've been having such a great time. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, we'll trying like, new foods, trying yeah. new like hanging out more often, cooking methods and hanging out more often. Yeah. yeah. Watching really bad. Watching movies. bad movies. Oh, it's so fun. We have a really we have a really good movie lined up for for our finale. And well, we'll see. And well, I, when I say good, it I, is one that we both agreed on. Yes. And I'm pretty excited about it. And Andy, our producer, was like really pushing for it. He, he was really like, you guys need to one. do this movie. You have to do this. movie. he would not stop talking about it. So yep. we're like, fine, we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. we're, we're going to do the next we'll tell you guys what it is soon um and then like i said we'll be on a little bit of a break just a few weeks and then we're gonna come back strong with our second season we're gonna have some summer movies some summer horror movies yep we're gonna go into the summer stuff well technically the last one was a summer thing yeah but (laughs) (laughs) who cares yeah but yeah we'll be back in a little while and we'll have you know a whole batch of new awful movies to and recipes talk about and, awful awful movies great recipes, recipes. <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah i think that just about does it for this episode i'm ready to go dive into these cookies hell yeah i'm so excited um so thank you guys so much for joining us again subscribe rate the podcast follow us on instagram baking to the b movies twitter is baking to b movies and we will see you in our next episode my name is ashley my name is steph fuck you for saying i sound like william shatner <laughs> um this has been baking to the b movies and we will catch you guys next time later